Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. The guitar spade, the memory goes. It's time for Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Copeland's in studio alongside Jay Reed. And uh, hanging out with Bob Vila in uh, <laughs> Parts Unknown is Art Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> All right, new toys, new toys. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing great. Uh, well, yeah, Jay's got a perplexed uh, look on his face about uh, what are we doing? Yes, we've got some new sound effects and some new toys, and it's really kind of cool. It's going to allow us to take the podcast to places that probably don't want us, but we're going to uh, uh, maybe do some remote podcasting, some live podcasting, but it was an excuse for me to get toys, so that's what it's all about. Anyway, how are you guys doing this week? All right. We're in the middle of a move, so How's your back doing this week? It's not good, but uh it's okay. it's it, it's better now. Yeah, well, how about you, Jay? My back is fine, thanks. Well, what about the rest of you? The rest of me is old and <laughs> and creaky, right? And, and creaky. Well, Jay well, you threw you threw him with that question. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> Jay, no pun intended. Jay threatened to do this podcast pantless, so I'm glad uh, we yeah, moved uh, on beyond. I need that. a little clarification there maybe, but uh, his audio, so Yeah, who cares? Who cares? So, all right, let's jump into Geeks of the Week. I have no idea who's doing what. So, Art. Jay, you go ahead while I try to think of one. <laughs> okay. Well, in preparation for today's episode, I'll leave that a mystery, but uh, I was looking through some Star Wars things and I found the ideal YouTube video for people like me. And that is, I, I believe, the old the, guys who have to go to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> well, that, that, that one too, but no, it's called uh, Star Wars Explained. And I haven't watched the whole video yet, but it's about a fifty-hour minute, hour, fifty or an hour minute. It's, he did the he did the Star Wars Explained video. I did a and, fast track and, to get and in eight here. parsecs. So it's it's yeah. like a fifty-minute video where it's called the complete canon timeline. So they start at the very very beginning and go through all the the bits to get you from beginning to end in in canon. And I just watched the first ten or eleven minutes. Here's here's the cool part. I only watched about 10, 15 minutes of it and learned so much in that short amount of time and then i watched some other videos about the mandalorian later and so much of that made more sense because of the the canon timeline stuff so i hear y'all talking about canon and i know it's all there my son knows a lot about it i'm i sort of get lost in it so i'm gonna watch this fully later and i feel like i'm just gonna be educated so would a canon newbie be a pistol no. Oh. Hmm. Wait, wait. Do, do your thing. Do my name. There you go. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't. So you, it's a new toy. We're it, still learning. It's a new toy. It's a new toy. Do your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> wow. That was the technical. Remember that that fifteen minutes? I was your technical director yeah, the, months ago. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, should we test him on this art? Since he has newfound knowledge of Star Wars, it has to be within the first like ten minutes of. Of the, the first 10 minutes of, of Star Wars? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, okay. A long, long, long time ago, where? Galaxy far, far away. In oh, a okay. galaxy. In yeah. a galaxy far, far away. Well, this whole thing about the father and the mother, I mean, the father and the sister and the brother being like the beginning of the force and all this, the dark side and the light side. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, see, that's extended universe. That's no longer canon. 
Well, this is this was acting like it was canon. Really? Well, yeah. and then there in the and there's a there's a uh, Easter egg in the Mandalorian that relates back to that. Maybe we may talk about that later. There you hmm. go. That'd be a good episode. That would be a good episode. So another education episode. That's right. So so Jay, what's bigger, an Ewok or a Wookie? Ooh. <laughs> oh no, a Wookie. <laughs> oh, I was sweating it there for a minute. I, I, I thought my first thought was this is a trick question. I know I it's bigger. It too, <laughs> they're going to get me on something. But the look on his face, Art, you should have been here. So oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. Man. My, my shit looks my like geek a of the Ewok. Week. So, oh, all right. Well, are you done, Jay? Do I'm done. Now. Go ahead. Go ahead, Art. Uh, it's Star Wars related, and just sadly enough, we we lost David Prowse, the uh, the man in the Darth Vader suit. Uh, for the first three movies, um, he passed away. He also helped uh, Chris Reeve muscle up for a Superman, which is always kind of a neat thing to me. Oh yeah, because right. he was a bodybuilder. Right? Yeah, he yeah. was a bodybuilder. That's right. And he play. He's in some Hammer movies. He plays. Uh, I think he play, may play Frankenstein and something. But uh, and he'd been in, plays uh, some different creatures and things. He was a, you know just this big guy and. Uh, of course, you know, like I said, that took two people to bring Darth Vader together. You had the voice of James Earl Jones, but uh, the the person in the suit was David Prowse, and and, uh, and sorry to see him go. I think that uh, there was a picture posted. I guess that the 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 ones that are left from the original group are Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and um, oh gosh, I just drew a blank on the guy who plays C three PO. Anthony Daniels. Daniels. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then you Daniels are the only three that are left from that original group. Wow. Isn't, isn't that crazy? Yeah. And most of it in the last, what, three or four years? Several in the last yeah. year, but, but. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I would have thought somebody would have killed Anthony Daniels before now. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should edit that out. So, um, well, I'm going to break from Star Wars with my Geek of the Week and I'm trying to find it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. So Hawkeye is shooting right now for uh, Disney Plus. And um, so Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld, man, I can't talk today. When is that any different? Has been cast as Kate Bishop. And if those of you and Jay who aren't familiar with the Hawkeye storyline in the comic books, Hawkeye, Clint Barton becomes, uh, he, he steps down from Hawkeye. And I don't really know how he did a couple things. He was running in there for about 20 minutes and a few other things, but they brought in a young female character to assume the mantle of Hawkeye. That's Kate Bishop. So we're going to see Kate Bishop on the forthcoming Disney plus Marvel TV cinematic universe Hawkeye series, which is kind of cool. So that is cool. Uh, and apparently there's also going to be, let's see if I can find, I'm going to butcher her name. There's going to be a, um, uh, a character from the black widow movie who was, and I, I don't know her name. She has been, she's in the black widow movie. She is, um, I just drew all kinds of names. She was in the Red Room. She was in that program. If you recall, Black Widow was part of the super secret Russian spy undercover program. The Red Room is where they trained. There was a variety of girls there. And so her, so, so Black Widow's sister, quote unquote, you see in the Black Widow movie, right. which will come out sometime in 2021, who knows where, whether it's going to be on Disney Plus or somewhere else. And we may talk about that for a second. Uh, but anyway, so she's been cast in the Hawkeye series as well. So uh, apparently the Hawkeye series takes place after Endgame. Um, so, you know, 
we've our our beloved uh, Black Widow character. She is gone, so it's going to be very very interesting how they balance all that out. So anyway. That was my abbreviated Geek of the Week. You know, there is a female Hawkeye out there, and they're actually shooting right now. So they're starting with the female, not... No, Clint Barton's in it. So so Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton is in it, but she's coming in who knows how. So this may be a passing of the mantle. Who knows? So we just need a new uh, Iron Man, and uh, we need to get Miles Morales in to the Spider-Verse somehow, some way, which that would be kind of cool. So I wonder if they'll do that down the road. I I would think they would have to. So I would think so, too. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, but hey, what uh, what about the uh, the news that HBO or Warner Brothers dropped yesterday as we're recording this that they are bringing all their big tent poles to HBO Max for thirty days, uh, so they'll be in theaters and on HBO Max premiering at the same time. What uh, Art? What's your initial reaction to that? That's just huge to me. I mean, it's uh, uh, I didn't I didn't read the whole article, but I saw saw enough to see that uh, the stuff that you know, a lot of the stuff that we really are interested in or will be coming to HBO max and already I'm already an HBO max subscriber. This certainly would uh, solidify my reasons for staying with HBO max, you know, coming up. Uh, We joked about, you know, the need to set up a home theater, you know, and, and have that, you know, to watch these things and and give them uh, the, the, uh, the treatment they they deserve but i mean i think that's just a huge thing it really i'm a, the the downside of it though I, I wonder what it's going to mean for theaters in the long run yeah it's it's got to be it's got to be devastating mm-hmm. uh the uh the ceo of amc apparently was furious was blindsided by this oh really and amc yeah. released a statement this morning to the effect of we're in constant communication immediately with warner brothers so but uh-huh. jay what do you think well I, di- I didn't read the whole article either but you, you said it was going to be released in the theaters at least it choose to show it and on HBO Max at the same time, the same day, but it won't cost. It won't be like the Milan or whatever you had to pay nineteen ninety nine. There is no addition HBO, uh, the Warner or whoever. I mean, what's the parent company of? It? It's not Time Warner anymore. What is it? Art? What's the parent company of uh, I, AOL? I can't remember. No, that's <laughs> that's so nineteen ninety eight. You still have a CD for AOL. You probably have a floppy for AOL online, don't you? Every time I when get AT and T that bought mail. Warner Brothers out. Uh, yeah, yeah, but what's the corporate overlord name? Who knows? I, I can't remember. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember how the parentage goes up. I just know that uh, it was AT&T that when they bought them out, that's what spelled the end for DC Universe, and we won't go into a DC Universe <laughs> death watch again. But boom, 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 boom. But anyway, that's what that, So, but anyway, whoever the parent company is, I think we can call it Warner Brothers Media in terms of uh, what this decision is about. But and there's yeah. no, it's it's increase. actually it's actually Warner Media, AT and T's Warner Media. Warner Media. Yeah. Warner Media. Yeah. Okay. So, so they no increase the, in the HBO Max monthly with this. They didn't say that. Didn't they say. said they they said all subscribers would get it. So we don't know if they will, you know, do a gentle push up mm-hmm. on. The, uh, uh, on the uh, because what subscription is it? Would y'all say fifteen ninety nine a month or yeah. something like yeah. that? I mean, that's less than two tickets to the movie. If you, of course, the, the experience, and I know we're going to talk about that at another time, but I don't know. It's nice to be able to do it at home. You don't need the run P app at home, but of course you it's don't. not. It's I don't know. It's not the same, but but the world's not the same. So no, I, it's not. That's what. And also, you got to figure. I mean. 
like you said, they've got to make some money off of these anyway. They just can't sit on the shelves forever and wait for a release in the theaters when they might happen. Even if they do go out to theaters, the numbers they're getting are going to be so much lower for, for a while, I would believe, or so much lower than they're used to mm-hmm. uh, that you're not going to see that. And the other thing is with a subscription price, I mean, you kind of know what your revenue is. That's right. I, I, I can see it going up. Everything seems to be going going up. You know, we talked about Hulu and some of these other streaming services that have, have had price hikes. But um, uh, I, I think the business model is going to change. I think, it, you know, it's, it's definitely going to – I think you may still have – once, you know, the vaccine's out and, and the, you know, we get back to whatever our new normal is going to be, I think you'll see people going back to theaters. But I do think that um, a lot of people are going to like this option and it's going to be hard to go back. So one of the things that's really interesting to me is how Netflix – response to this because all of a sudden not only are they competing against the back catalog for HBO Max of stuff that mm-hmm. lost like um, they lost friends or a couple other things um, but now they are not going to get a crack at any new product and it's and, and you've got a major motion picture studio that's going straight to their one of their primary rivals so I, mm-hmm. I, I think in in the in the, the mix of this, this now puts HBO Max at Disney Plus levels. And oh, yeah, yeah. I'd say easily. Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. they the same company now, Warner and HBO? Are they well, well, no, they yeah. just a deal with yeah, yeah. So Warner Media is the parent company. HBO Max is owned by Warner Media. So, okay. so HBO Max is not really paying no Warner uh, for the movie, so they're counting on subscribers. That's right. To get so, so HBO an account income and just each no, free HBO showing? Max. HBO Max has become Warner's distribution yeah. arm outside of the theaters. That's right. So, you know, that's that's and like I said, the the other part of it, too, is, you know, you don't have to pay theaters to show your movies. anymore. Yeah, you don't have an exhibition fee. So, yeah. so so HBO Max is feeding profits to the corporate overlord. That's Warner Media, which also owns Warner Brothers Film Studio. So it's all going to the corporate overlord mm-hmm. of Warner Media. And so the profit, well, well. HBO Max may have a huge profit within their unit. It will reflect on the bottom line of right. Warner Media, which is what is publicly traded. So, how will they be able to tell? Like now, you see, opening weekend made a bajillion dollars. So that, that won't be out anymore. That's right. You won't have those metrics. Because everything will kind of be. I mean, unless they measure it by yeah how many showings or how many downloads and they, or whatever they'll be the only folks who will have that that data so do they do they come in and split their revenue stream from subscriptions and account you know x amount of percentage to yz or whatever movie but it will the, will the salaries and will the production budgets be able to remain no the same? I, I don't think so i think everything's going to go down uh, we're seeing it in professional sports. Um, I know you two are not big Major League Baseball fans, but uh, I, there were a ton of middle-tier to upper-tier athletes, who uh, baseball players who were non-tendered by their clubs uh, two days ago as we record this. So you're seeing folks dump salaries at the Major League Baseball level because you know they're, the Major League Baseball owners are dependent upon, for the most part, uh, attendance at games. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're going to see the same thing happening across the board. Um, you're not going to be able to command huge 
salaries for motion pictures going forward because the money's just not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here, here are, here are some of the movies that, uh, that, uh, HBO max are going to be premiering. They had already talked about wonder woman, 1984, which is going to happen on December 25th of this year, Christmas okay. day. Um, so you're going to have the matrix four, you're going to have James guns, the suicide squad. You're going to have Godzilla versus Kong mortal Kombat. You're going to have Dune. You're going to have the space jam sequel, LeBron James. You're going to have, uh, in the Heights, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda's first big, huge thing prior to Hamilton. And so there's a movie prior to, yeah, there's a movie of in the Heights being made. So you, I think there were 2017 or 2021 different tent poles. I mean, it's a lot of content that's going to drop on HBO max. Now, the thing is, it's only going to be there for 30 days. That's what you said. Oh, that, right? it's only so going to be. I, yeah, that I missed that. So it's only going to be HBO Max for thirty days. Only going to be on HBO Max for thirty days from initial drop. So if you want to go back and see it again six weeks later after you saw it, you have to go to the theaters. Now, huh. I, I, but how my, many movies stay in theaters more than thirty days? Exactly. How many movies stay in theaters more than thirty days? That pushes it to a, a purchased. Uh, if if you really want Dune, for instance. You've got a 30-day window. It's not going to live on HBO Max forever. This is going to push Blu-ray and VOD video on demand download sales. Hmm. Right. So, it, it, and from that point on, it'll fo- probably follow the model that t- movies typically, you know, follow. Right. Six I months. I mean, it'll be out on video. Well, it's not really that long anymore. Oh, not but, anymore. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, after it's after it's left its theatrical release in the old days and now theatrical and HBO max, you know, thing, it'll still be in the theaters a little longer. If it's, if it actually is, has some life, is that, is that right? Yeah. I, I, I don't okay. think, I don't think but the anyway. theatrical playback window has changed. Showing windows change well, things that, yeah, have, that like tenant, I think it's still playing at our theater here. No, it's yeah. not. It's gone. But it was as of like a week ago. Yeah. It, it, it stayed a long time. So I wonder if movies yeah. until theaters return to normal, We'll yeah, so they may give may give it a longer longer theatrical release life, but once it then once that run is done, you'll be able to uh, to rent it probably you know on iTunes or Amazon Prime if you want to, or you know uh, or buy it you know through those services or Bluetooth or um, Bluetooth, Bluetooth Blu-ray Blu-ray yeah so um, yeah or just so, hook your VCR up to it and record it. Yeah. Well, you can't really do that. Well, you can, <laughs> but uh, there's, there's, it's, it's a little bit more complicated. See, that's than. the secret that's been forgotten. I can just watch everything on VHS now because I think they, <laughs> they think nobody has one anymore, so they don't. They're not, you they're will not have the last it. laugh. You will have the last. <laughs> that's laugh. right. Oh, but for this podcast, we'll have the last laugh. We will be back talking about Mando next. We're back for the second half of Guys of a Certain Age, or at least we hope we are. We don't know if we even recorded the first. Wait, what, what am I saying we? We don't even know if Robbie <laughs> recorded the first segment, so this may be a short and sweet piece. It's all it's all Art's fault because he had to take a call. Did, did they finally get a hold of you about your car warranty, Art? They did, yes. And it's all paid for and taken care of. Was that the Nigerian prince? That's exactly right. It's a yeah. shame your social security number has been uh, notified as uh, fraudulent activities. Oh, yeah, man. That's that's, right. that's, IRS is trying to get in touch with me. and. <laughs> 
Well, maybe we we covered it all. <laughs> maybe we're going to be uh, auditioning a, another co-host here because he may be going to the uh, to the big house. Uh, I get called. I get a call on it. Oh well, yeah. You, <laughs> but will you will you answer yeah. the right one? Will you answer the right one? That's the question. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to talk Mandalorian season two. Even though we're only what four episodes into season two, how many episodes are we in? Five, I believe. Today. Is it five? Yeah. Is it five? So, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, today was episode fourteen. Since they're continuing the uh, episode numbering from last season. See, that's what three. But it's actually it's it's so it's the fifth episode. Yeah, it's the fifth episode. Me. So they did nine episodes nine the first season. Gotcha. I would imagine they're doing five, nine this season too. But we don't know. We don't know. So um, just we really haven't talked Mandalorian yet. So season two, what are y'all's initial impressions of uh, of the sophomore effort effort from Dave Filoni and John Favreau? Oh, it, actually, today was the sixth. Let me just update us while I'm looking here. Today was the sixth episode. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we only had three more if they did nine. That's right. So yeah. this was episode. Just, okay. Yeah. That's a bummer. This was episode 15 today. Yeah. Right. So, okay. I mean, Art, what's your take on The Mandalorian season two? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought the, I thought that the uh, first few episodes, they were all kind of self-contained episodes or have been. You know, and it felt like we were building. There was a, the overarching story of him trying to get the child, him, Big Mando, trying to get the uh, the child back to um, uh, his people, who are those people turn out to be. And, uh, you know, we'd have like always, well, yes, I can help you, but you have to help me with this problem first. So he would help out with whatever the problem was on each planet. It's a, but now with the episode we saw today. It's kind of like, all right, this is the rest of the season. It's probably going to be sure solving this problem. And look, spoiler and alert! Yeah, spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, if you haven't have if you haven't gone through episode, uh, what episode are we on? What's the overall? Today episode? was episode six, which is number fourteen. Actually, there was episode chapter fourteen, one. which was called the tragedy. Is that correct? Today, yeah. Let's yeah. make sure. Robert yeah. Rodriguez directed it, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah. I was waiting for Spy Kids to show up somewhere. So if you mm -hmm. haven't seen uh, the episode entitled The Tragedy, preceded by the episode entitled The, the Jedi, Jedi. Uh, I, I wish they would take a friend's kind of convention to, to naming, you know, the one about the Jedi, the one about the tragedy. So um, anyway, it. it it, we, you guys have been pleased so far. Jay, what's your take on? You're you're a little bit more of a Star Wars newbie than Art and I. So. The last couple of episodes I've enjoyed better than the ones before. I'm like I was always I was ready for it to come back. Loved it last season. Um, I, but I just thought a couple of these episodes this season have been a little bit slower than I would like. But this today and last week, I, I thought, okay, we're back to action. We're back to, to what people were looking for. You know, there was characters coming in that everybody was anticipating. And, and the, at least one of those characters showed up. And I think more will come. Actually, maybe in this episode, several came in the last episode. They did. They did. So so back So up. let's recap. What have, what, have we, what have we seen so far? Yeah. So so three episodes previous, you have Katie Sackhoff. Who comes in as Bo Katan, who is one of the uh, Mandalorian. Bo Katan, <sighs> the Floridian. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. <laughs> who, who is a character from uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, and uh, she is part of the uh, trying to reclaim Mandalore. She was voiced by Katie Sackhoff in the animated series, and Katie Sackhoff played her in real life, which was yeah. which was great. And in that episode, and I don't remember the episode number; it's like three back from what we're talking about. Um, uh, the the Mandalorian. 
the Mandalorian realizes he's been told he he was raised by a a death cult of Mandalorian separatists, and he's you know the way is not really the way. So uh, and he was shocked when the uh, other, other the three Mandalorians, including Bo Katan, not Boca Raton, uh, take off their helmets. So that we we've seen that part. Uh, we have gone back to Tatooine, where first episode I, it was first episode of the season, I believe. We were back to Tatooine, and we see a figure. Well, we see, or maybe it's the second episode. We've seen Boba. No, Fett's, that was the first first, first episode. We see yeah. Boba Fett's armor, and the uh, in the last shot of that episode, we see Tamura Morrison, who played Jango Fett. Uh, who would conceivably be Boba Fett. Uh, we don't know who he is or what he's doing until today. So we, we've, we've seen that. We've seen the big reveal was Rosario Dawson as uh, Ahsoka Tano, who is the heroine from uh, Clone Wars and, and Rebels. Well, yeah, she she plays. She a guest stars in Rebels. She I guest stars so. in Rebels, but she does play a prominent prominent role in several places in Rebels. Uh, but that she's probably the most popular uh, character, not in the original trilogy. I would think. I mean, would would you guys agree with that assessment? Even I know about her. So yes. Yeah. Wow. wow. So so that's what we've seen. I would think, and I would think that uh, that she was probably the most ca- popular. Uh, heroic figure, uh, protagonist, and they also mentioned in a little spoilerific review last episode uh, the most popular antagonist, which was Thrawn. Yeah, and we don't haven't seen him yet, and apparently we will not see him in the Mandalorian. Oh, but I would love to see him in the Mandalorian. So, uh, well, we're gonna we may see him in Ahsoka Tano's spinoff series. Is what they what the, what I've read. Which would be incredible. So the the episode entitled "The Jedi." So after after uh, the Mando does his quest of the week, um, Katie Sackoff Starbuck uh, gives him some advice. Go to uh, this uh, Kaladin. It sounds like, but it, that's not how it looks when you see it written out. And ask for Ahsoka Tana. She can tell you where to take the little kid to the Jedi people. One of the things I've loved about this is no one seems to know anything about the Jedi. Right. Yeah. Right. And and so because we with everything else in the Star Wars universe, we've, we've got the force, we've got Jedi, we've got Sith, we've got Star Wars. I mean, not Star Wars. <laughs> we've got Star Wars and Star Wars. We've got Skywalkers, but it, we're completely kind of devoid of that. And we're in a bubble of ignorance, which is kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where I always live. So. <laughs> I, just... Well, I thought that was there. I was going to let that slide. But... <laughs> Wow. So so then then we've got we've got Mando journeying to to find um, Ahsoka Tana, played by Rosaria Dawson. And this is where the Jedi begin to we, come in. That's right. That's right. So Art, what did you think about uh, Rosaria as Tano, as Ahsoka Tano? I thought she was good. Now, I haven't watched enough of the Clone Wars. I mean, I've, I've seen Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano in the uh, in the Clone Wars, but I haven't watched that whole thing through. So. Uh, you know, I, I'm not necessarily coming, you know, strictly fresh into it, but I thought that Rosario Dawson was just great. I thought that was that was good. Visually, the whole, visually worked well. I know there's been some things about the 
the headpiece not being quite as long as it was, you know, the thing. But I think that's probably practical reasons for the, you know, the the live action versus animated. But uh, I thought it was great. I thought and I thought she was good. And like I said, if they do, in fact, make a spinoff series, I think that'll be she'll be a good choice for that. Absolutely. So she she does name drop Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, who we saw mm-hmm. in Rebels, mm-hmm. uh, who, um, you know, at the end of Rebels, you've got Ezra, um, Bridger and Thrawn ending up across the galaxy. This is right before Star Wars mm-hmm. and New Hope. That's why we don't know anything about Ezra Bridger through the original trilogy. So that's one of the things that thrown, has thrown people is at the end, the epilogue on Rebels, you've got Ahsoka showing up um, with another Mandalorian. I can't remember her name. Oh, damn. And anyway, she's going after uh, Thrawn and Ezra. And so we supposedly the Mandalorian takes place six years after Jedi. The epilogue from Rebels took place right after Jedi. So what's going on? Where are, has it been six years that Ezra and Thrawn have been out there in the beyond the outer rims? What's going on there? So, um, no one really knows what the timetable there is, but that was an right. amazing name check. And then, you know, I, I don't know if you picked, if you guys picked up on this, you probably did where Ahsoka said, I can't train him talking about baby Yoda who has a name now. Right. That's right. Grogu. Grogu. Not to be confused with yogurt. You know, I was a member <laughs> yogurts. You know, the, the old well, Yoda, you know, there's theory that Yoda is his father. And I think that's the name he wanted. But <laughs> yo, Gert. Wow. So Grogu uh, communicates telepathically with a with a Ahsoka. And she's like, no, I can't train him because I've seen what happens with someone with a lot of power kicks. But dun, dun, dun. yeah, so you got a little oblique reference to Anakin, but she doesn't mention him, which is great. So but anyway. Then we get into the episode today. So, Art, what was your take on today's episode? It was, it was really good. We really liked it a lot. Um, I'll def- definitely going to go back and, and rewatch it. Uh, a lot of nice surprises. Um, and and one thing, too, that, you know, just to me, there's, there's the uh, presence of the Empire again. And uh, that started to feel, I mean, we, we've talked before about how this feels like, like Star Wars. Uh, but when when you're in that ship and uh you're seeing the interiors of those things that really felt like okay we're kind of back in the world again of star wars it felt like this you know this this it felt this this episode felt more cinematic to me than the others have sure. and that's no I, I don't think there's anything small about the series and there's certainly in terms of effects or whatever nothing small about it but this one just felt like the storyline you know it would could be something that would lend itself to more of a uh, a cinematic experience. What did you think about the dark troopers? I thought those were cool. Yeah, I thought those were very cool. I, I did not expect that. You know, have you had y'all seen those before? So that's a that's an extended universe thing that came out. And and as I recall, originally the dark troopers were force sensitive, and they were actually people in that 
armor. That's what I was wondering. And I think these are all robotic. Yeah, uh, these were these were not like I didn't. That, they did, they just seemed more like robots to me. They they reminded me of uh, Maximilian from the Black Hole. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they just dug up an old prop and went. But that was a that was a great nod to the extended universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dark saber was there, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, and when Moff Gideon was talking to the child about the dark saber, have you seen one of these before? before? There was a yeah. there was a bit of familiarity there I wondered about between the two of them or between at least Moff Gideon was talking as if this was not their first meeting and there's yeah you get the feeling there's a there's a history Uh that the child has that we assume that he doesn't have because we still think of him as as being young but I mean didn't they say he's about 50 that's what I've heard about 50 years yeah so and, and so he had been a youngling at the Jedi Temple, but he mm-hmm. had gotten away when Anakin did his massacre. Or taken away. Or yeah. taken away. And uh, so, you know, he's been around for a while. Um, and his memory is gone. Something about his memory has been darkened. And, like, she's, I don't know if uh, Sakatano figured that out, but some of the stuff I was watching about the episode suggested that, you know, there's there's not... It's not 100% sure whether, you know, we all assume because he's green and looks like Yoda that he's going to be good, but that's not yeah, necessarily right. so. Yeah, right, yeah. I wondered about that, too, because is he going to be the dark side kind of guy? Well, and, and we saw towards the end of today's episode, he just killing stormtroopers left. Well, yeah. not killing them, just ripping them left and right. <laughs> it was like they were toys. It was just like, yeah. I don't have my ball anymore, so I'm going to yeah. throw these stormtroopers around. Oh, man. So, and I don't think for a minute— Baby Yoda's going to be turned evil. <laughs> I don't know, man. They killed. They, they may see a dark side of him, but I, I just can't imagine that it's too much, you know. So, so what did you guys think when you saw Slave One, the Slave One? Oh, coming? I said that's Boba Fett's ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then when whoever got out of it, 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 I thought, well, maybe this is somebody different because of the robes and stuff. That's right. That's right. And then he shows up and's like, I want Ooh. my armor back. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it looked kind of rough. His, yeah. I don't know what was going on with the well, skull. But. Well, you know, when you well, end up in, in a sarlacc. Yeah, yeah, when you <laughs> when you've been in a, in the belly of a sarlacc for a while, I so that would do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, but and also like the fact that that he you know satisfied uh, the Mandalorian that he had a legitimate. Ch- uh, uh, claim to that armor so we didn't have to go through this whole thing of oh is he, is he gonna feel like he's ripping the armor off no that's been established that's that's boba's armor it was Django's armor before him and um and so that was pretty cool i thought that was that was neat it's a good thing he got it out of the the razor before it um. and i mean <laughs> yeah. this this is this is the boba fett we've wanted to see forever you know i mean we we never got to see you know the in the original trilogy you know, Boba Fett, you know, just didn't do a whole lot. No, he just you stood know. around and looked like a— just stood uh, around and then, yeah. you know, fell into the Sarlacc. Uh, so this this said, wow, okay, this is this is pretty cool. And what about—I'm probably going to say this wrong, but is it Fennec uh, Dank? No, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Min Ya's character. Yeah. He recognized her. Have we seen her before in The Mandalorian? She was in yeah, uh, uh-huh. the first episode or two of The Mandalorian. Okay, well, I thought she was one of the last season, uh, last seasons. Yeah, okay. yeah, like episode yeah. one or two, chapter one or two. Okay, yeah, or maybe chapter goes, three. Well, yeah. when when he goes back to Tatooine and he ends up with the guy who's the wannabe bounty hunter, 
they kind of run into her, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she hadn't been back since. I mean, I, no. Cause no, we thought, thought she, she was dead. dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, no one uh, that's ever. When we first. Now she's got bionic belly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's when we first see who we thought was Boba Fett at that point, because we see somebody walk by and you hear that. It almost sounds like spurs jangling, but it's it's the kind of sound Boba would make when he walked. And we thought, is that him? And I can't remember how much of the armor we saw, if anything, but that was, if it was a Tatooine, that was most likely uh, the Timothy Olyf- Oliphant character uh, in that armor. As the Marshal. Yeah, the Marshal. Yeah. So we've had Ahsoka. We've had Boba Fett. We've had a Thrawn name dropped. We've had the Dark Saber. Um, I would say they have checked pretty much all the boxes going into this. I mean, mm-hmm. and it to me, it's must-see TV at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, and I really enjoyed seeing um, uh, Gina Carano's, Carano's character again. I can't remember her name. She's a marshal now. Yeah. Um, and Carl Weathers in the Carl Weathers-directed episode. That was my favorite episode. Uh, you know, of the season so far, up, up until this one, probably. I just really enjoyed that one. I thought that one had a lot of fun. You, you should tweet that with. at Carl Weathers. I guarantee you he will reply to it because he has gotten a lot of fan love the past couple of weeks since he directed that episode. I mean, it was just, I thought it was great. It was it just was. a lot of fun. It felt like, you know, a, a, you know, almost a, a war movie kind of thing with them trying to get away in that in that ship and everything but yeah i'll have to do that because i thought it was really good like i said i want to see more of those characters too i have a feeling that they'll probably be some they'll assemble some of these characters that they've met along the way in an assault on trying to get the baby uh the child back it's the star wars avengers assemble yeah kind of yeah yeah carl weather shows up we had a dream uh-huh. Where we take super, you know, super cool individuals and create a team. You know, we called it the whatever initiative. Who knows? Mando initiative. The Mando initiative. Did you guys see where the Mandalorian? Go Mando. <laughs> Go Mando. <laughs> first saber, you know, uh, instead of first strike. Uh, did you guys see where the Mandalorian's going into the uh, the new season of Fortnite? No. No. Well, yeah. You. Yeah. Fortnite's a game. Chat. I'm aware that what it is, but I'm trying to make the connection. Yeah, I, it's just you know they had the Avengers in last season. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's it's become a big cross promotional platform. Okay. So, all right. So any last parting thoughts, Mister Shirley, about the Mandalorian? Okay, so but we don't know what the episode count's going to be on this, so they wrap it up I, around Christmas like they did last. Yeah, time. I'm going to assume it's going to be another nine episodes to take. It was only eight last season, so I was. It, was it only eight last Yeah, I just looked. Yeah. But Art okay. said it was nine. Well, yeah, Art can't count. <laughs> That's why he's an artist. Um, oh. Yeah, so we're on, this was the sixth episode, so we've got two more. Yeah, I would say at least two more. I, don't, I haven't seen anything that says how many they're going to be. Can, can we just say right now that Dave Filoni is the Star Wars guru, and let's just, Kathleen Kennedy, we thank you for your service to Lucasfilm. Your contract's up next year. Here's a Timex or a Rolex or some watch. Thank you. Dave Filoni, it's yours. Yeah, I think take- I think he should be running it. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to bash any of the other folks that have gotten us to this point. Not but, at all. Uh, Except I'm sure they but, listen. Uh, but I do think that... Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but I do think he's the one that has the is is probably the best, you know, continuing uh, 
the vision, uh, the best person to continue the vision. Well, we can't discount John Favreau as well. No, I, I agree. I, mean, I think he's right there. I really think he's right there. But I think uh, Filoni just really knows the, the stuff. Well, you know, uh, so Favreau's written all these episodes of the Mandalorian. Oh, he has. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, he created the series. He directed one or two episodes in, in season one. Um, but he's written most, I think he's written everything so far. So, I mean, yeah. man, you know. Well, he should get a Medal of Honor then. I mean, he, you know, he should. He brought the Marvel Universe, you know, gave birth to that pretty much. And then uh, and now this. I mean, is is there anybody? So what what would be his third act? He's he's revived. He he's created the DC universe. The, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think he'd go over. Maybe to contractual would probably be a problem. Yeah, and I just don't know that uh, the DC universe. I think needs a clean slate and to completely restart in five years. I I think they're. I'm, but I am real curious to see what James Gunn is going to do with Suicide Squad, which we'll be able to see on HBO Max Woo-hoo. next year. So. so I have a question. When they were back in the Razor and he had the, you know, he had the ball and he was like, here, take the ball again. And he said, Dank Ferrick. What does that mean? Uh, I think that was a, he did it. He did it. I'm proud moment. Did you what put the language clo- was that? Who knows? Did you put closed captioning on? Does, it does, said Dank Ferret. <laughs> yeah, I had the closed captioning. That's what it said. I don't know. It didn't have. It wasn't like subtitles with the translation. Yeah. No. No. Who knows? Maybe they just in Klingon next time. That's it. Maybe it's huh. maybe it's some sort of uh, happy exclamation with a little profanity built in. That's probably what it. Dank was. Speaking of the Razor Crest. Uh, that was a sad moment for me oh, too. Gosh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> and, and and him going through and just kind of kicking through, picking up pieces, parts. Uh-huh. I, I felt horrible for him. I mean, I, yeah. I did, but you know, there was a lot of ash there, and metal when it burns doesn't really turn into that much ash, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah, and he had the Beskar uh, sphere that survived. So that and was the little ball survived. And the survived. little ball. What more could you need? So. Um, it is cool. Sticking them all. Back yeah. to, we're back to baseball. Yeah, <laughs> We're back to mm. baseball. And we're back to the end of this week's episode. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs>